Hello and welcome back to Untuck Shorts Season 4. I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcast, E, a.k.a. my dad, Mark Vogel. Hey, everybody. I can't believe it. It's September 2023, and this is episode number 55 of Untucked Shorts. Oh, boy. It's been a pretty long time. Just reminiscing the Brad Wanamaker days of 2021. We have been at this for several years now, and it's also been a long time since we did our last episode earlier this summer, which feels like ages ago. The Pajazz, was it? I think it was Pajazz. I can't even remember how long well, it's been. But... I've been to some camps, broken my foot, and recovered in all that time. But regardless of me, I mean, it's, I'd rather it be me than Chris Paul breaking something, which he will probably do in a couple weeks anyways. Nice transition. Felix, is it worth mentioning that one of those camps you went to was, in fact, at UCLA? Yeah, I went to a sports broadcasting camp with Nikhil. And so hopefully I've improved my skill. I'm sure you guys can already tell how great I am at this, even after shaking off the rust of a couple weeks. But honestly, I think we should get right into it. I mean, We got a big episode. Why don't you break down what we have in store and then we will dive right in. Well, I mean, the NBA has made a lot of new moves, uh, both coaching and player, since we last recorded. So first, we're just going to talk about the games we're most excited to look at and some season storylines because the schedule has come out. So we'll just look at some NBA overall, and then later in the podcast, after our break and our wonderful sponsors, we will get into the Warriors' keys to the season. But let's not move too far, Mark. We It seems that we have to cover our big highlights. What are our big teams that you're looking at this season? Well, I'm going to be looking for the impact of all that movement you just described. For example, I thought Monty Williams was a great coach in Phoenix, but... The team wanted to go in a new direction, so they released him, and he's now the coach in Detroit, where maybe he's the guy who can bring James Wiseman to the next level of uh, NBA success. So I'm looking to see how that transition goes. I'm also interested to see if Ima Udoka can recreate his success in Boston with the Houston Rockets, which is a team I think you've had your eye on. I've been looking at that team a lot. We told you last pod that they got Dylan Brooks. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, I think I'm sure we mentioned those two names. Uh, their center has grown like two inches. They're an edgy team. They're new. I'm not going to put it past us uh, when it comes to looking at them in the early season. I think Emmett Udoka is going to put some good defense into that team. I remember that was what their most lack of days clap, and we beat them because we could just score at will. And I think the West is going to get even tougher. Uh, Bradley Beal is now on the Phoenix Suns, joining KD and Devin Booker. So. That uh, team, which looked as if it was on the verge of a championship two seasons ago, took a step back. I think they'll be stiff competition elsewhere in the West. I'm thinking this is the year that OKC breaks through. SGA is obviously a top 10 player in the league. But now Chet Holmgren is going to have his first season as a healthy player, and I've got high expectations. I mean, you saw improvement in OKC last season. They're a pretty good team, but... I don't know. I just do not think they have what it takes because the West has been uh, upgraded severely to the cost of OKC. And they're kind of a run-of-the-mill team. And Chet Holmgren's going to have to play. This is why I disagree with you. I think they're a better-than-run-of-the-mill. I think they're going to be in the top half of the West, maybe a kind of six or seven seed. It all depends, though, on whether some of the teams that broke through last year can sustain their momentum. The Kings seemed again uh, as if they overachieved getting to the playoffs for the first time in 15 years, getting to the Warriors, uh, pushing the Warriors to seven games in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, once again, the the West is stacked. And then, of course, Felix, 
Victor Wembayana makes his debut in I the mean, NBA. There's there's so much to talk about. There's he's getting so much hype. I don't really want to talk about it for too long. Uh, Webby, he's a good player. We'll see we'll see how he develops. But putting this much pressure on an 18 year old, you know, you can't expect him to be the next LeBron. So he'll be good. He'll be probably not ready for NBA defense. Uh, he'll probably score. He'll get his buckets. I want to move to uh, 3,000 miles over to Brooklyn, where that team is a very interesting. Very yeah, interesting you were telling me about that before the podcast. No superstars on the Brooklyn Nets, unless you count Ben Simmons, who's maybe, he, uh, maybe fallen off his superstar trajectory. But what do you like about the Nets? Well, they're like a ton of fourth or fifth best starters on Give their teams. Give some examples. Who are like, you talking about? I want to talk about Cal Bridges, who may have been a third, arguably a third, but I don't think so. Uh, got Cam Johnson. He was pretty good. Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, Ben Simmons now is kind of embracing that role. Uh, and uh, they got Lonnie Walker, who assassinated, annihilated us in cold blood. They have this guy, Royce O'Neal. He's pretty good. I don't know. I think But can you really coaching, be a major power team if you don't have a true superstar? I take your point about all the role players. I'm not but... necessarily saying that they're a major power team. I'm just saying it's going to be like people are going to watch the TV and they're going to be like, huh, they're not even half bad. You know, I'm seeing them at like a maybe a seven seed, maybe a six seed pushing their way through some unexpected teams. But I think they're going to upset the league a bit this season because they're just not really too, I don't know, they're just kind of a weird team, like the Rockets. I like it. You've picked some uh, underachievers to keep your eye on. Well, Felix, you didn't want to have a whole episode about Victor Wimbayana, so I'm going to say that we ran past our Jersey trivia and another seven-foot-tall foreign-born player wore... Jersey number 55, which is our episode. He's retired from the league now. Hmm. But can you think back? Foreign-born players, truly tall, Hall of Famers, war number 55. I feel like the people who are slightly more educated in basketball history than me are at the edge of the seat screaming at me, Felix, how can you not get this? And before you said retired, I thought Boban. But, huh. He's retired and a Hall of Famer. No no disrespect to Boban, but uh, I don't a, think you're getting to like, is McHale foreign or Kevin McHale? Kevin McHale is, uh, I think, from Wisconsin. He's basically foreign. Wisconsin's a crazy I could have made that up. I don't know. Okay. But no, he's a U.S. player. Shoot. Um, okay. He played in the 90s. He went to Georgetown University. Oh, okay. 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 Well, yeah. Ewing was a pretty dominant player. He's in the shadow of And Scotty he was Pippen. from Jamaica, but he is not who I'm thinking of. What? That's right. There was another seven-footer who played at Georgetown, Hall of Famer, war number 55. And Felix, all I have to say to you is no, no, no. Okay. Well, Mr. Bull. If you haven't guessed it now, it is Dikembe Mutombo. What? That's right. Dikembe Mutombo wore number 55 oh, yeah, for this Philadelphia 76 Who am I thinking? Okay, so let's just review. Georgetown yep. played in the 90s. Yep. Center, Hall of Famer. And foreign-born. Foreign-born. And I'm not supposed to think Ewing? That's true. There are a lot of Ewing. Ewing was, was there in the 80s, actually. And Alonzo Mourning was also a, a giant from Georgetown. He was there in the, was the 90s, in the 80s though. Ewing was there in the uh, early 90s. Early. He no, was there in 91. So. He was 91. I don't think so. 
All right, we'll have our team statisticians look this up. It's been a minute since I recorded. Still need to get first episode of the new season, knocking off the rust. So maybe we should take a break here, and when we come back, we will start talking about our previews of what the Warriors have in store. Can I squeeze in one more team that I really like? Squeeze it in. I'm just going to squeeze it in. Jam it in there. No, they're not really necessarily a small team. It'd take about seven feet doorframe to squeeze them through. Just put your back into it. Anyways, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans are going to be interesting. I think uh, Brandon Ingram is going to be a little disappointed about his USA performance, and he'll either respond to that in slumping for the rest of the season, but I think (laughs) as a young player who I thought was – 50. He looks like he's 900 years old. He's like he's 26. 26. I have no idea. Anyways, I thought he, I think he's going to bounce back in a positive way and he's going to start scoring a lot more. McCollum's always someone I'd like to look at. He was a good assistant to Lillard. And if Williamson stays healthy, that's always the question. If he stays healthy, if Zion stays healthy, that could be a solid top three powerhouse team, powerhouse team with a superstar, with a angry redemption seeking player, and with a Beautiful role player. You heard it here first. Is this the year the Pelicans break through and realize the potential that they have on their team? Well, we'll see. But first, we'll see whether we have a new sponsor. Dad, would you like to break the sponsor to us? Let's take a break and hear from our new sponsor. Costco. Costco's the new sponsor? Yeah. Really? For all of our shopping needs at Untuck Shorts, we go to Costco perfectly timed. I mean, we had that all planned out. If we bought we, a pause and New came microphones. Back. We go to Costco. We go to Costco. New headphones. Go to Costco. You want some food? Go to Costco. You want some firewood? Go to Costco. <laughs> you just want to admire that humans spent building a mile-long warehouse? Go to Costco. You heard it here. They got everything. Untucked Shorts, sponsored by Costco this season, which may or may not have to do with some stock investments that Felix has made offline huh. in the uh, giant... Well, we we'll see. Okay, we'll see you next time in five minutes on Untextuals. In just a few seconds, yep. Welcome back to episode 55 of Untucked Shorts, the first episode of our fourth season. Felix, What do the Warriors have to get right this season to improve on last year's good but not great performance? What are the keys that you're looking for in this season preview? Well, I'm going to say the obvious. This is maybe the first or second thing that comes to the mind when thinking of Warriors critiques. And, I mean, fouling was just terrible last season. And, you know, I'm not incredibly faithful that it's going to get any better because I saw the way Kerr coached in FIBA. And, you know, it didn't look like he was focusing and showing new new aspects on how to prevent fouling. We were third worst in the league, and it killed us. Yeah. What's your key, key to the game? My key to the season is road record. Mm-hmm. We've got to do a better job on the road. Oh, it was yeah. just atrocious last year. And not only did it put us in a hole, but it was really demoralizing. Uh, we lost to some really bad teams. I think we lost to the Magic on the road, to Detroit on we the road. We were 0-2 to Detroit this last season, which was just, just pretty horrendous. So there are a lot of factors that go into that, but I think uh, a big one is psychology. And I hope the team plays with more grit, determination, and carries over some of the frustration we had last year into a better performance in all the uh, uh, away games. And I mean, a critique on Chris Paul is he's not going to be the one who's going to bring that energy necessarily. He's a 
kind of an old slow guy. So it's not like we're, we have a new fire to our team. We're just going to need to find that within ourselves. And I'm going to disagree, politely disagree with you, Felix. And I'm trying to be polite here on season four of Untucked Shorts. No reason to get nasty. I actually think that Chris Paul is going to help us. He's a season leader. He's a mature leader. I don't think he's going to be a contributing factor in the fouls. I think he's going to be steady in the close road games. I also think, and this is another one of my keys, then I'll kick it back to you, is that last year we were worst in the league in turnovers. Yep. That was so frustrating. Now, we were first in the league in assists, and that was before we added Chris Paul. But for all those passes, a lot of them got away from us, and we had a lot of turnovers. And I think Chris Paul is going to definitely help us Cross your fingers, Dad. Down. Cross your fingers. We're a superstitious pod. If you say that now, we don't know. Maybe he throws 10 turnovers a game. We don't know. We don't know. I'm going to say an original one. Uh, not everyone may be thinking this. Some will. But I think Clay Thompson moving the ball around a little more is what we need. I was talking about this a couple days with you, Dad. He led the league in three-pointers last year. And, I mean, that's great. But I don't really need that of Clay. I think he's good if he makes – he was averaging like 21 points on how many shots? I mean, I can't tell you, but more shots than maybe he should have taken. The efficiency from Clay Thompson is uh, an area for possible improvement. I mean, if he scores six less points, but takes five less shots, I'd be glad to have that. So we're looking for overall the team to improve its efficiency, keep that keep that rock moving, and to see if Clay maybe starts to shift his game as he gets into the next phase of his career. It's also a contract year for Clay Thompson, so I hope he doesn't just feel the need to run and gun and be that uh, extremely high-volume shooter who sometimes overshoots, and uh, that too can dig the team into a hole. But Definitely. we love you, Clay. Don't get us wrong. We love you, Clay. So those are our Kia keys to the game. It seems Defend though- without fouling, win on the road, limit the turnovers, and keep that ball moving. We've used the day. keys to get our car started metaphorically in our season opener, and hopefully you can drive forward. But now moving into our final part of the podcast, the games we think are most interesting while looking at this schedule. We have a couple. Some of them are going to be brutal. Some of them are going to be great. Dad, would you like to mention a game that you're looking at this season on the schedule? Sure. Well... We open the season against Phoenix, and I believe that'll be KD's first time back to San Francisco. Maybe the first time he's ever played at Chase Arena, because when he was a warrior, we were still playing an Oracle. And he had that injury plague, if you are that's, not aware. That's right. So I'm looking at that season opener, maybe not as a real test of who the team is, but I just think it's going to be uh, a, a fun night and great to see KD, Booker, and Beal come to town and, and see if we can get up for that game. And, it's going to be lit up. Yeah, Chris Paul is also going to be facing his old true. sons. A lot of stories there. A lot of different interwining, interwebbing. Interwebbing. I really like new words being created on the podcast. We have that a little own podcast be... dictionary. Spinoff Oxford Untucked Shorts. Neologisms I need what we do here. I need to mention one thing I heard. Yeah. Sorry, this is totally off script. About spinoffs. Yeah. I was in a car with Eduardo, uh, uh-huh. who is father, a uh, banker, very smart when it comes to economy. And I was talking about my stock investments as we talk about co- Costco. And he mentioned that we take a formal turn in our spinoffs and make a, a economic podcast, Untuck Suits. Mm. Now, all Eduardo's idea, <laughs> title, name, everything. Thank you, Eduardo. And Tuck Suits. Look for that soon. Uh, Our all economics show, Untucked Suits. Totally. Okay, now let's get back on track. I just need to say that. A game I'm going to be looking at is um, the Warriors versus the Rockets. It's going to be a third game of the season. We usually get off to rocky starts, in my opinion. I think this is a new team, so it's going to be a rocky start. And 
I don't really know where we're going to be. And Rockets are going to come out of the gates firing at us. Obviously, we're not going to like Dylan Brooks. So I'm not putting that game past us in the least. I think the Rockets are going to make a slight comeback. And we could lose that. So that's something I want to watch. Moving ahead, we play the Denver Nuggets on Christmas Day, and the league made that marquee matchup because the Nuggets are coming off their championship. We were the defending champions. I don't know. Do we have an answer for Jokic? We still don't really have a big man other than Kevon Looney, who does some damage but is not quite the equal of Jokic if he wants to take control. We talked about our keys being on the road records, and we play Chicago, Milwaukee, and Memphis all within – Within four days, All three four games, days. and then Chicago, Milwaukee's a back-to-back day off, and then we go to Memphis. So, that's definitely what is that going to tell you really at that tough. point in the season, just after New Year's, if we do well? I mean, I think we're just going to be worn and torn out by the time we have to face Memphis. Milwaukee's a hard team to beat. That's just like going to be a brutal stand. And if we come out of that three and zero, I am finals hopeful. I'm going to say that right here, right now. That is our ultimate challenge. We probably would have came into that 0-3 last season. And if we come out, I think that demonstrates where a true change will be made. So those are three I definitely want to look at. I don't know what the league, what we did to really antagonize the league, but they scheduled a brutal end of the season for us in March. I think it's something like 8, 9, 10 of our last 12 games are on the road, including a brutal is that seven? seven game? Yeah, that's seven. Seven games on the road between March 24th and April 4th. So in 10 days, we're going all over the country. We start at the weird place called the Middle East of Minnesota before going down south where Dame is trying to go, but he will not. We'll play Miami and then we'll stay in Florida, probably get a nice tan up playing the Magic before moving to Charlotte. That'll be an interesting team to look at. I think uh, Miles Bridges is planning a breakout just for that game. Boy, I'm really antagonizing this guy in jail. Uh, anyways, then we move uh, to see the big Wemby. Um, he's not really big, the skinny yet tall Wemby. Staying in Texas after playing San Antonio, we play the next two Texans. Play Dallas, interesting team. Still have Kyrie. We'll see what happens. And Luka's Luka, doing see well. if they can elevate. And then we'll play the Houston Rockets. Again, the team I keep looking at. So that's going to be... Not necessarily a brutal seven game. I mean, the road's going to tear on us, but the teams aren't necessarily that bad. And then we finally have one game in Utah before going back to LA and Portland to finish off our season. How far are the Warriors going to get this season and presumably into the postseason? What seed do you think we're really gunning for and how far can we go in the playoffs? I think our problem was last year we kind of procrastinated our wins, assuming that we'd get into the playoffs. And I'm saying we're aiming for a five seed, and I'm not too concerned necessarily about being a top three because we need to save our energy for the playoffs because we are crashing because we took it too easy in the beginning. Then we had to push in late March, and that ultimately didn't help us entering the postseason. So I see us at a five seed, and you know if we do our timing right and if we have energy for the playoffs and we're well-rested, I mean, I see us as far as the finals. Like, Why not? Why not? There's, there's no, nothing necessarily preventing us. We haven't seen how teams look, but that's, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. Definitely Western Conference final. For sure. I think going into the season, the Nuggets are clearly the favorite yep. to be the number one seed. And then after that, we'll see if the Phoenix Suns, who have the talent, at least in their big three, to be the number two. But seeds number three through seven, that's really up for grabs. And why yep. not us? So I like that number five call. I like a nice postseason run. Of course, so much depends on people staying healthy, as it always does in the NBA. 
But this is going to be a fun one, and we'll be back probably a little closer to the actual beginning of the season awesome. for our next episode. Well, a great season opener, Dad, if I say so myself. Please Constantly. do. And, and, you know, maybe the Oxford English Dictionary could be a sponsor. Definitely. Considering how many words yeah. we make up here. Well, I really like Costco, though. We really need to move that up, guys. Please buy. Please buy. <laughs> Anyways, well, thank you for listening to Season 4 of Untucked Shorts, or Season 4, Episode 1 of Untucked Shorts, I should say. We or Season 55. Uh, boy, so many different ways you to You mean Episode 55 episode, of Season, season 55. You know, We're wow. not like one of those new how TV shows that put out three episodes a season. No, we're all 22 and done. Anyways, well, we hope you enjoyed. We'll Thanks see you next time with us on, on Untucked, Untucked Shorts. Shorts.